1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. We're back everybody. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here on a damn Tuesday morning. Hopefully you're having a good beginning to your week. Hopefully today is the beginning of your week. I hope you guys had Labor Day off. Not everybody did, of course. To those of you that worked on Labor Day, God, we appreciate everything that you do. And hopefully you enjoyed the long weekend Uh, if you didn't have to work, which is uh, hopefully your situation. And we are back at our Big J on a
0: Tuesday. How was your long weekend? Good, man. I I caught some of the rest I probably was meaning to catch at my vacation. What do you mean? Well, I was sick and and it was uh, very stressful when I was on my vacation and that week uh, coming off of that was not a comfortable time for me. So this, you know, the Labor Day weekend, I had a chance just to really uh, relax and calm down. Fire up the grill? No, no, I didn't fire up the grill. I know, I wanted to and then uh, there were other dinner plans here and there, so... So be it. Uh, well, today on the show we have a lot to get to. Number one,
1: uh, it is the return of streaming dumbass. Number two, we're gonna have your tickets to Corn and Evidences. That show is coming up on Saturday at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. We are very excited to have that show in our backyard. POD on that bill as well, by the way. Yeah. And so it's going to be a good one. The X is going to be out there doing our thing before the show. So swing on by and say hello. One, you're heading your way out there on a Saturday, and hopefully you guys get to enjoy. the that show and might as well go for free so we got your chances at those tickets coming up on this very program we have a, the exciting conclusion of the morning after fantasy football league but we might as well start the show out about it big j uh we the world wants to know your take on spitgate did it happen spitgate it's all white people are talking about and you're nothing if not
0: that uh, I might be white, but I have no idea what this is about. The Chris Pine, Harry Styles spit gate at the uh, Venice Film Festival? Like I day? give a damn about it's Harry Styles. It's all over the social
1: media. No, it's more about Chris Pine than anything else I feel. I know you like him.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, this is all new to me. What happened? I, it looks like,
1: I don't know. But as they're sitting down to like screen the movie that they made with, with the drama involving this movie is yeah. ridiculously high as it is. And some people are saying that it looks like Harry Styles spits in Chris Pine's lap as he sits down, because Chris Pine is like clapping and then you see like Harry Styles make a move and then like Chris Pine stops clapping and looks at his lap and is like grossed out or
0: something. And nobody can tell us if he actually spat on him or not. Here's what we need is this seems like it's great for Oscar's time. We need George Costanza, (laughs) we need Kramer, we need Elaine. We need uh, Jerry Seinfeld to go over this. I like that you
1: make the Seinfeld reference, which is ripping off JFK instead of the original.
0: Yeah, no, because it was hilarious. Like, that whole episode, to me, was hilarious.
1: It is. Uh, Keith Hernandez, believe it or not, uh, involved Spitter. in that as well. Uh, but yes, there, there already is plenty of those uh, online. Uh, you can look if you want, and some see Spittle, some don't. And so it's Man, quite the drama. I,
0: I really feel like I've missed out. It's okay, you're
1: not missing anything. In case you're curious, some, I wanted to get it out of the way early. Uh, plenty of stuff to talk about on the show, but we play music. Let's get started with some blur here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks.
0: Nick and Big J.
1: Well, Blaine County is under siege, Big J. They have issued an immediate evacuation Sunday night because of the Ross Fork Fire, which was started by lightning a couple of days ago. The Sawtooth National Forest has said that personnel are evacuating people living in Smiley Creek, Sawtooth City, and Alturas Lake because of the increasing fire activity in the Beaver Creek drainage. So basically they're listed at a level three evacuation meaning people who live in the area need to leave immediately. They closed Highway 75 over the weekend and it remained closed as of last night. And they're asking people to stay out of the area for now because of their severe fire activity so what's happening uh is basically they're shutting everything down around blaine county just because this fire is so out of control it's another one that kind of started up pretty quickly and got out of control even quicker because there's not going to surprise everybody but a bunch of dry conditions up there as it's been a while since we've had any kind of you know moisture and so they're having to deal with this all the this kind of stuff right now and now evacuations are part of it which is never fun so Much thoughts about the safety of the friends and family that live up in that area. And once again, thank you to the men and women that are fighting those fires up in our, you know, northern parts of the state. Because it has not been an easy year. It seems like when they get one under control, another one starts up. The good news, if there is any, is that most of these appear to be nature-caused and not man-made. You know, because that's... We don't like to, to add to the problems. And sometimes we as a species tend to do that. And it just wasn't that situation for the last couple of big fires in the state. Which I suppose is a step in the right direction, but still the right kind of work needs to be done in order to shut this stuff down. Well Big J, we were both wrong. Because Boise State looks like absolute ass.
0: Oh god, against Boy, it was
1: Oregon State on Saturday night. It was
0: hard to watch.
1: The good news was I was able to turn the game off early. The bad news was the Broncos looked like garbage. Uh, they were down 24 to nothing at halftime, and some of the problems that were last year's problems that we were all confident they were going to fix were not fixed at all. Could not rush the ball at all in the first half. Hank Bachmeyer was turning the ball over like crazy. It just was not good. They didn't try good.
0: to run the ball to open the game.
1: That's true, but you know they wanted. I think they wanted to kind of go back to that run and gun kind of Boise State offense, and it just wasn't working out. And the, the most, I, I think. The, the the most harrowing part of all this is this also isn't exactly a great Oregon State team. And so that was not a good showing for you to come out of the gate, you know, when you had all of the offseason to prepare for this situation and that's how you come out. Now, I think people are going to have a little bit of hope after the second half, but reminder that You know, things open up a lot in the second half when you're up by four possessions. You know what I'm saying? And they had the other quarterback in. And so I don't know if that's it for, you know, for Hank Bachmeier and Taylon Green becomes the starting quarterback. Maybe that's the case. But it was brutal. And it did not look good. Nobody looked good. I mean, uh, Jale Skinner looked good but outside of that it was it was not a good performance and now listen the broncos have three very easy games coming up on their schedule we need them which they should need be em. 3 and 1 afterwards before they face san diego state but this was not a great way to start out the season and it wasn't as close as the 34 to 17 final score makes it appear to be but that's kind of how i thought it was going to be in favor of the broncos and that's not how it worked out. So the Broncos have a lot of work to do. They got a short week uh, in New Mexico this weekend. So we'll see how that all irons out. But it was not a great debut for the Fighting Broncos. Aaron Judge hit his Major League leading 54th home run of the year in the Yankees' 5-2 win over Minnesota yesterday. Uh, He still is on pace to hit 65 home runs this season, which is four more than Roger Maris did back in 1961 for the Yankees. That still is the American League home run record, so we'll see if he can do it. He's going to have to get the at-bats and going to have to get the, uh, the home runs in order to make it happen the creative arts Emmys happened over the weekend I know not a lot of people care about that Ooh. kind of stuff but it was nice to see Chadwick Boseman honored with a uh, post Emmy he ended up getting it for the best voiceover uh, kind of Emmy category and that's where he was in Marvel's What If it was the last thing that he did before he uh, passed away after his battle with colon cancer and he ended up getting outstanding character voiceover performance for that particular episode that he filmed or that he, I guess he recorded for the What If series which is still on Disney Plus in my opinion as much as I did not like the What If television series uh, because it was one of my favorite comics growing up and I feel like they bastardized it uh, I will say this uh, that episode is terrific the one it, it really does kind of encapsulate everything about What If which is essentially what if uh, Black Panther was the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy instead of Star-Lord, and so it gives them a whole new kind of like, uh, I guess, angle on the character, yeah. and Chadwick does a fantastic job in it, and it is a really good episode, and one that you don't have to watch the whole series to get through, because the whole idea is these these ideally are supposed to be standalone, that's not how it works in the series, which is one of my biggest problems with it, but that episode is very, very cool, and it was nice to see Nathan Lane, Laurie Metcalf among the other celebrity winners of the Creative Art Emmys that happened over the weekend. Congratulations to you as well, Big J, for not knowing that they existed. It's streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is Tuesday. That means we need your help. It is time for Big J to be assigned a movie to watch and review for you, the X-Rock listener, in a 24-hour time period. What movie he watches? Well, that is in your hands, Treasure Valley. We need your help. We need you to text in which movie you want Big J to watch on the TDS 5 or text line at 208-287-1003. To give you the description of three movies based only on that description... You must choose which movie you want Big J to watch. Again, text again, movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. The movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J will watch. Do you accept this assignment, Big J? Yeah. Then let's get right into the breakdown. Movie number one. An ambitious young woman enters into an unusual agreement with her charismatic boss. By the time doubts creep in, it may be too late to back out. Movie number two. A gang of thieves plan a heist during a hurricane and encounter trouble when a cop tries to force everyone in the building to evacuate. Mm. Movie number three follows a young graffiti artist who discovers a shocking secret that would put him and the ones closest to him in grave danger. Ooh. All right, so those are your three choices movie number one don't poop or you eat movie number two <laughs> not Geostorm and movie number three Banksy the movie these are the ones that you need to kick around which one do you want Big J to watch text on in movie number one movie number two or movie number three to 208 287 we will let you know the results of those text messages and the movies that Big J could have watched including the one that he will watch next on the X-Rocks <laughs> Everlast, what it's like here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I imagine the votes have been tabulated. Big J, do we have a clear and decisive winner as to which movie you should watch? We do, we do. Now let's get into the depths of streaming dumbass. We need to know what movie came in
0: third place. Uh, movie number one only had one vote.
1: Uh, that would be the one where the young woman enters into an unusual agreement with her boss. That movie is called Under Her Control and it is on Netflix. You will not be watching that. What movie came in second place? Coming
0: in second place was movie number three.
1: Uh, That movie is called I Came By, another Netflix movie that stars Kelly MacDonald and Hugh Bonneville. So that must mean you are going to be watching movie number two, huh? Yep. Uh, Then you will be venturing back into the world of Amazon Prime, Big J, And you will be watching a movie called Force of Nature. Now, please bear in mind you will not be watching the Ben Affleck-Sandra Bullock movie. Forces of Nature. This is Force of Nature. This one's got Mel Gibson and Kate Bosworth in it, Big J. Oh. And that is the movie you'll be watching. It's a couple years old, but uh, judging by your reaction, you have not stumbled upon it yet, which no. is always good news for the audience, or it could be terrible news for everybody involved. Its
0: uh, audience rating summary uh, is 2.1. That's not out it's, of 10? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's not great. That's not good. So we'll see if the movie's any good, according to Big J. If anything, Big J, you often thumb your nose at critics just for fun. So maybe you are the polar opposite of that. We'll see. The movie is called Force of Nature if you would like to watch it. Mel Gibson's in it. It is on Amazon Prime, and Big J will give you a full review of it around this time tomorrow. So have fun, Big
0: J. Enjoy. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Big J the missus has a little bit of a green thumb, does she not? Uh no. Oh. Not
0: really. Uh, just into gardening or wanted to give no, it a not, shot? I wanted to give it a shot. We did did not nothing. work out. We've done nothing in like the last two years. Uh, do you have any house plants in and around the Big J abode? Yeah, they continually get bought and
1: die. So. <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe this is a suggestion. Uh, according to a new survey at trees.com, 62% of people that own some sort of garden or house plant say that talking to the plants has some sort of visible reflection in how well or poorly they do. The survey found that about 62% of people that at least go to trees.com talk to their plants as they are taking care of them, watering them, giving them some sunshine or tending to their garden or whatever the case may be. And of those 62%, 87% feel like the talk that they give their plants is a positive encouragement towards them this is a tale as old as time it was even in like cartoons and like Looney Tunes when we were a kid like if you talk to your planet it grows if you're mean to your plan it doesn't grow as much uh, it's some weird thing I don't know how much of it is true or false but at least the people that do it seem to think it's got some sort of positive effect which could apparently be the one secret ingredient that the big J house is missing unless uh,
0: the missus is talking to the plants I don't think so. Maybe that's, uh, you're right. And that also is scary because if you talk to the plants and they respond, that means they're living. None of the people responded saying the plants are talking back to them, so that's a good no, thing. No, but if they're responding, they're like, oh, they're, oh, you know what? They, they're responding to your encouragement means that they're alive. Well, sure, plants are a living. You understand oh, okay. that, right? Well, you uh, know just, that what they're... are the plant-based people going to do?
1: Uh, well, I, I think that that it's about souls more than anything Listen, else when it comes well, how to how that. How do you know
0: Absolutely. that plant doesn't have a soul? What well, are we going to do if all of our food sources are living?
1: That well, welcome to the animal kingdom, bro. I know. It is it, it, it is an interesting situation. I guess you're wondering if a plant is alive, does it then in turn feel pain? Oh, God. Uh, and can you hear the plant scream if you listen close enough as you <laughs> take it out and decide to devour it for whatever salad that you're making? That's a question for uh, somebody that's got a higher pay grade than myself. Big yeah. K. 28% of people said they did hug a plant, which seems uh, aggressive, and 23% say they've kissed one which is just plain weird. But then again, this is from a trees.com survey, and I don't know a lot of people going to trees.com, so I'm guessing that you have to be (laughs) really into plants if you're visiting that website to begin with. Boise State did not get off to a good start as the football season kicked off on Saturday night. Uh, by the time it was halftime, they were down 24 to nothing, and the starting quarterback had been pulled. Put up a little bit more of a fight in the second half, but that game was over and over quick. 34-17, to 17, the final score, so it appears the Broncos, unfortunately picked up right where last season left off we'll see how they do and that's the other like side to the coin as we talk about you know how college football has expanded to 12 team playoffs and uh how you know there's there's a lot of movement the possibility of you know major conferences but the reality of the situation is and listen i'm going to ask you to remove yourself from fandom for a minute Do you really believe in your heart of hearts that it's beneficial to any conference right now to bring in the the Boise State Broncos? Because I quite frankly don't.
0: Well, no, not for the last two years. Well, last
1: three years. I mean, there really hasn't been much of a run in
0: there. I understand,
1: but what I'm saying is, yeah, but there's still national champions that were crowned in those three years, and you also, I mean, they really haven't made a splash since Harson's second year when they went back to the Fiesta Bowl and won it. But since that move, it has been a significant decrease in quality of play and really what they bring to the table as a team. I mean, it's a team with average to above average attendance in a stadium that doesn't hold as many people as most major conferences stadiums do and a football program that has not been doing that great. And so, I mean, I know we like to rest on our laurels and we talk about how Boise State should be considered uh, one of the best of the Power Five, but quite frankly, in the last three years, you couldn't put them maybe in the top five of the Power Five, the non-Power Five schools. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, it, you can't argue that.
1: And so they've got a real hill to climb and they're going to have to turn this thing around this season. And listen, there's a lot of football left and who knows what's going to happen with the rest of the season. This could be their only loss of the year for all we know. But they have some real work to do. In order to turn things around there at Boise State. I'm just telling you all that. Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big J, will you draft him in the morning after Fantasy Football League? Probably not. Will you take Kenny Pickett instead? No. All right. Uh, You're staying away from the Steelers offense then, huh? Not even Najee Harris is interesting to you? Yeah, of course. Oh, that is. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see how it all works out. I mean, this is the smart move. They signed him to a pretty low-budget deal. You can always pull Mitch Trubisky and start Kenny Pickett when you want to, but you really can't start Kenny Pickett and things go sour with him. Yeah. Bench him. So this is the smart move if you're a Steelers fan. I know you probably want to see Kenny Pickett, but you will eventually. At some point, Mitch Trubisky will Mitch Trubisky, and you'll see him. But it's a lot easier to pull Mitch than it would be to pull Kenny. I don't know if you did, but if you didn't, you should. Over the weekend, Saturday specifically, there was the uh, actual first of two Taylor Hawkins tribute shows. This one happening at Wembley Stadium in London, and it was streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It was available for you to access on the internet and a lot of other places, and it was heartbreaking and beautiful and gorgeous and well-organized and amazing and sounded great and had some moments that... And if you're a rock fan, if you're a human being, you're going to have a hard time forgetting uh, if you watched any of it. It's still on there in edited form. but fans that showed up got a 65 hour concert, Big J, uh, that had a whole bunch of guest performances, including a full Foo Fighters set that included a couple of guest drummers. Both of Taylor Hawkins' children played, and uh, his youngest son playing on his drum set, My Hero, was heartbreaking oh, and powerful and just, I mean, like... Crazy to watch Dave Grohl breaking down when performing the first song without Taylor. Times like these was, again, crazy to see. Like you hear his voice like breaking. On top of that, Dave of course had also just lost his mom, so he's dealing with a lot of loss. But it also was
0: oh, when did that happen? Really, I, I really, heard yeah, that. a couple months ago. Really,
1: wow. really awesome concert that they had put together. So uh, I will say this: if you haven't checked it out, you should. It's a great reason why. Rock music is amazing and awesome. And the guest people that they had on there were fantastic, both vocally and musically. Uh, It was a really, really, really well done show. And they're doing it all over again at the end of the month, this time with different performers. And I'm sure different things happening in Los Angeles. And that will be streamed as well. So it's not something that you want to miss. You checked out some of it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. Your favorite part? Uh, It was uh, My Hero. I mean, boy, that kid played his guts out.
1: Oh man, and he—he he looked like his dad as he was slamming yeah. on the drums too. It was—it was incredible, and uh, and a wonderful way to say goodbye to a gentleman that meant a whole lot to a lot of people. So check it out if you get the chance. It's still again on YouTube, and if you want like the edited version, it's on Paramount Plus for you to watch. <laughs> Rotten hell, you worthless maggot. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, The X Rocks. What I am about to describe to you is an absolute nightmare scenario. It's Uh like it can't possibly go well. I guess it could go one way worse, but I mean, it's a disaster and ferris bueller said it best back in the 80s big j life comes at you fast man it moves fast i mean one minute you're just doing your buddy a favor the next minute your life is forever changed as we go to ohio for today's we're going to hell story and it revolves around a 20 year old named austin bellamy and austin's buddy called him up and said hey len my mom is making me trim a bunch of trees out in the backyard uh, they're pretty high up there. Do you mind, like, you know, coming over and helping me? you got some experience with the Chainsaw. And Austin's like, yeah, sure, dude. I'll help him come over and help. And so he did. He was helping his friend trim some branches in his backyard when 20-year-old Austin accidentally cut into a gigantic bee nest, Big J. Which is a bad scenario. Bad. I mean, it was an enormous... Nest that he cut into uh now the good news was because austin had some experience in this he was harnessed into the tree but the bad news was because he was harnessed into the tree dude could not get down he can't escape he's stuck there he was quickly blanketed in bees and repeatedly stung about two minutes into the attack he was stung so many times he passed out Eventually the fire department arrived, cut him down from the tree. He was transported into the hospital where they discovered big J, 20,000 bee stings. Oh my god, how do you even count them all, all over his body? He had to be in a medley, medically induced coma while they treated him for it. Here's where it gets even worse. Like bad enough you're stung 20,000 times by bees, right? Yeah. So, when he passed out Big J from being stunned so many times, his mouth was open. So, guess what happened? A bunch of bees flew into his mouth, and he ingested about 30 bees. He had stings inside of his body, as well as outside of his body. That is awful. Four days later, he was finally uh, woke up from the coma. Doctors expect him to make a full recovery somehow, but that is crazy talk i mean it's terrifying big j and i can't yeah. decide what's worse the fact that he had twenty thousand bee stings on the outside or ingesting the bees and having 30 bee stings inside of your body both of them i don't want any option in. but none of that sounds well, thank fantastic. god he's not allergic to bees yeah we've been game over pretty early on although i bet you like about a minute minute and a half into it i bet you he wishes he was like, I mean, I I mean imagine you just being
0: stung so many times that
1: you pass out. No, I mean, just you're just wishing for the sweet embrace of death at that point. And uh, I, I don't know how long he was up in that tree before firefighters got to him, but it couldn't have been a short trip, you know? I yeah. mean, the firefighters had to get up there as well and unclip him from the harness and get him down safely. I mean, made it
0: and what do they do how do they were the bees still there were they still swarming the dude (laughs) i don't know do the bees know we've uh we've incapacitated this human being i don't think they do man i mean 20 is a lot yeah so i don't think they did they
1: just had to go to town on this dude and that's not great but i mean if any of the books i've been reading is any indication that means he must have superpowers at this point too right I mean you see B-man now? Comic books books. (laughs) Sure. Novels, novels in the word, graphic novel. But I mean, yeah,
0: he should be like the B-man at this point. He is B It's his origin story, he's B-man, so what would his powers be? I don't know, he's probably the guy in The Simpsons. He shoots, honey.
1: (laughs) Is that what bees do? Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the (laughs) (laughs) X-Rox. The red hot chili peppers and scar tissue here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It had to be done, and done it has been. Decisions were made for the morning after fantasy football league season number 16. You had the long weekend to jump on the morning after with Nick and Big J Facebook page and try to be a part of the league, and many of you did, Big J. And today, nine
0: people were chosen. Is that correct? That's right.
1: And it's a solid mix of veterans and
0: first timers as well. I think so. Who made the cut? BJ? I mean, I don't remember everybody in the last 16 years. But uh, uh, Jeremy, who was in the league last year, it was his first year playing fantasy football. He's back in. Courtney, uh, did she? She's not the first time, but uh, she did quite well the first time. She I think did she get was
1: in. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was last year or a couple
0: years ago, but she was in before as well. Uh, then we've got our buddy Steve Ixine from uh, Ride for Twenty Two. He managed to get in there, Uh, Gerald. So Gerald uh, has been in the league a couple times. Been a little bit a minute though, since he's been in. Uh, Somebody named JJ, first time I think for him. Uh, Wayne, so the guy who likes to name his teams after stupid stuff. I allegedly say.
1: (laughs) You allegedly say. Well, or allegedly stupid stuff you say.
0: I mean, it's kind of forces the shot. Makes me try to say stupid stuff, which is never a good thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you don't want Big J to try to force to
0: be an accident.
1: We've learned this. Uh and so emails have been sent out. What well, well, we need Oh I'm sorry. Uh we worked. got Michael,
0: uh Glenn, and Jim.
1: All right. So there's the nine. Congratulations. Another sausage fest, Big J. Well done. And of course you Blaine have we'll ch- <laughs> we have a chance to get in on the league. So if you have commented, check your messages on Facebook. There are some instructions there to get in on it. Uh we have in, kind of in, in put in the twenty-four hour rule. Which is you got to be up and in by the time the morning show starts up tomorrow because the draft is tomorrow night and if you drag your feet on this stuff and you're not in the league we got to move on to somebody else that will be a part of it because you know when we do the the fantasy football draft the day before the season starts it's got to be all hands on deck you know what I mean? Everybody's got to be paying attention and so it is one of those deals where you got to get in on the league on NFL.com fairly early and of course there's big prizes attached to the league as they're always is an opportunity for the winner of the overall day to go to whatever two concerts of their choice they want to for a calendar year Uh, all they have to do is send us an email and we take care of the rest and so that's pretty nice clout to have when you've got some pretty big shows that get announced you know every single year regardless of which one you want to go to it's a nice prize to have in your back pocket so we have an opportunity for those that are in to have some fun and we got the draft tomorrow night it's going to happen at 7 o'clock we won't know the order because that's all randomized on NFL.com uh, you know when we do it in person we're able to kind of draw an order but we do it random style on NFL.com when we're doing it online like we're going to do tomorrow night but do you have a particular strategy going into this year's draft?
0: No I mean it all kind of depends on where you get and uh, what part of the the draft and you know obviously there's a finite amount of you know number one running backs that you're going to want to get once they're gone you know you got to move on to the wide receivers because at the top of that list also the problem is there's so many Um, you know there's just a lot of running backs and wide receivers out there that are you know okay
1: Yes, there's a lot so, of mid-level guys and if you if you kind of are stuck in a position where you have to go like wide receiver early, that means you're going to be left with some questionable running backs and same thing, man, if you go like running backs early, that's going to leave you with a lot of, you know, 6-7 point a game wide receivers and this is a full point PPR league just like it was last year. So, that's some of the changes that we made, although we kind of kept it consistent from last year. Yeah. There is one flex position and uh, the it's a 1 point PPR so you we can get some higher numbers out of but that's what makes the pass catching running back so valuable. Yeah,
0: yeah, that uh, the pass catching running backs and the possession wide receivers in the slot usually uh, are pretty good for that kind of uh, thing. So I expect some big names to go early uh, but there are always some surprises
1: in the morning after Fantasy Football League especially come <laughs> draft day so yep. we'll see what ends up happening but again if you got commented on the post or Big J mentioned your name, check your Facebook messages because we need you to get in that league ASAP so yeah. that we can do the draft tomorrow
0: five people responding so far.
1: I like that so far. It's pretty good numbers. Four to go, baby. (coughs) Big J, science is making some interesting improvements. Don't know how accurate they are, but there is a brand new app out there that says it can detect whether or not you have COVID from just your voice. Oh, interesting. Using artificial intelligence. Now, researchers from the Institute of Data Science at Mazastric University have put this together. The aim is to use this technology in particular areas struggling to receive PCR tests. Because, you know, it's not readily available in all locations and being able to use this technology is a good thing. When they enable it, apparently it's got a pretty big turnaround time too, less than a minute to figure out whether or not you're positive or negative according to the developer of the app. Now, uh, they have, I guess, used it on 4,352 people so far and we were able to get 893 positives out of that and then when they compared it to the PCR test, they were just as accurate as this particular app was. Now the question becomes like, are you lining everybody up to talk into the same device? That seems like it would be counterintuitive to the way that's supposed to go, I don't know. They don't tell me what the app is. They don't tell me. I, I'm guessing it's probably not readily available for public consumption yet, but yeah. it is an app that apparently they have developed that figures it out. I don't know if that means that you had some sort of weird COVID voice because of it. Have you noticed that? You've had it twice.
0: No, I, you not at all. Did notice a
1: difference in your... I mean, you you sounded like you were sick when I was right. I was talking to you and you had it, but I, I didn't like instantly... Again, I'm not an Only app. i you COVID sick. I can right. tell. Not I can hear it. I think you're going to test positive. I can hear it in your voice. But uh, I don't know what that means, nor what it's looking for, but apparently they have, I guess, developed it. I'm not sure if we should be on the lookout for it or just be purely amazed by technology and the fact that that happened in and of itself, but it's out there. I'm no football coach, Big J. I- is it good or bad when your fourth-year starting quarterback gets pulled barely after a uh, quarter of action?
0: Uh, it's bad.
1: That's what happened to the Broncos on Saturday night. Hank Bachmeyer got yanked after uh, the first quarter he had back-to-back interceptions and then fumbled it away.
0: I mean, and they were bad throws. I mean, it, they weren't just like, oh, it was a, a miscommunication. <laughs> they, they were bad throws, man. Yeah.
1: Uh, They were down 24 to nothing at halftime. That game was over pretty much at the end of the first quarter uh, when they were down 14 to nothing, but it felt like it was 44 to nothing. And the final score ended up being 34 to 17 Saturday night. So your Broncos start out 0-1 on this early season. They got a quick turnaround this week with New Mexico coming up this weekend. So they're getting ready. Speaking of getting ready, uh, we've got the NFL kicking off technically on Thursday night, but this is weekend number one. And, uh, you may see believe it or not Zach Wilson on the field the Jets said Monday that the quarterback worked out for the first time since having surgery on his knee where he uh, basically had a torn meniscus on his knee and head coach Robert Sala says that it's possible that Zach Wilson could start game one against the Baltimore Ravens the question becomes do you want to put a guy fresh off of surgery on the field against that Ravens defense in week one And I don't know. If not, Joe Flacco gets the nod. And that'll be fun, Big J. Joe Flacco against his former team.
0: But also, if Zach Wilson does play, will his mom be in the crowd? Well, his mom's girlfriend will be. And that's all that matters. Uh, I don't know if you saw this.
1: It appears that you have blocked out anything when it comes to the Venice Film Festival. But there were a lot of premieres that were happening over the weekend. One of which, uh, unless you don't have a pulse, you probably should be rooting for Brandon Fraser. Agree or disagree, Big J?
0: Now he's fat as a whale. Uh, well, that's weird
1: because his new movie is called The Whale. Oh. Did you know that? Uh, and he actually plays the lead character in it. And he himself got a six-minute ovation. Oh, really? And Because, yeah, apparently it's that good. And he started crying. He's very emotional when people say like his work impacts them. And he was very. It was a very sweet video. I'll put it that way. But you want to call him fat, so I'll let you do your thing. Well, what you
0: gonna say? Like, listen, you, you had to. You couldn't find somebody to get themselves who were already fat to do this role. Wait, you're upset that Brandon Fraser? Gained yeah, he weight? had to gain all this weight and put himself in danger, and then lose all the weight. Uh, oh, he
1: did not lose the weight, PJ. Well, no, don't no, worry. he's
0: lost a lot of it. That's true. But I'm like, hey, there's. What about us other fat guys out here, out of work, not acting? Did you want the gig? No, All I right. didn't know anything about it. My agent—I uh, don't have one. I don't think
1: you would be a big fan of Darren Arafonsky's films anyway, so I don't think you'd find yourself in this particular role. But uh, yeah, do you do you hold like uh, do you get upset when uh, when guys wear fat suits like when Ryan Reynolds was playing fat Ryan Reynolds? Do you get upset about that? No,
0: and you didn't. I was only kidding around. <laughs> You're not really I, upset. It was faux—it was faux anger. It's trying to be entertaining. Well, uh, what are you looking to be, somebody's
1: fantasy football team, name? Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big (laughs) J. There's your important stuff. We got your pop culture smackdown coming up in a few.
0: (laughs) On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And a big-ass show happening Saturday out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater, man. Corn Evanescence and P.O.D. Going to be awesome. And, And we have tickets for you. And Nick, you were saying it's... Some of the seats are sold out there?
1: Yeah, uh, the GA seats are completely sold out. So if you wanted to get lawn regular teats, you can't get them. As for now, they were talking about how they may do some artist hold releases later on this week. But right now, they are sold out, as are all the VIP tickets. But this will get you into the show if you can defeat Big J in Pop Culture SmackDown. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. Our phone number is as follows, 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to play our little game. And let's see if you got what it takes. To the phones we go, hello, The X. How's, How's it going? going? Good morning, man, what's your name? Ryan. Ryan, you're up first. Uh, we all know Courtney Cox from her time on Friends, but what 80s sitcom also featured Courtney Cox before she got really famous? Was it Blossom, Family Ties, or Cheers? Uh, family ties. That is correct. Right. She played Michael J. Fox's girlfriend, Big J. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox's Family Ties character also used a middle initial. What was it? Oh
0: man! Oh! Never watched Family Ties. What? Yeah, never, never got into that. Um, what were you watching at the time instead? Oh boy. I mean, I, I can't. I couldn't tell you. Um.
1: Well, this is going to be almost impossible. Yeah, for I know.
0: You. I, I, I'm gonna. Let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, with the J. J.
1: Like I'm his real his, name. his real name. Yeah. Wrong. No, no. Did you know like the last name of the family that it follows?
0: I mean, probably one time, but I had slipped from my memory. The Keaton family. The Keaton. Yes. Uh,
1: that means you win, Ryan. Do you happen to know the answer? Yeah, no, I heard sure Uh He was Alex P. Keaton. P. Keaton. Right. In the TV show P Family for Ties. Punk. P. For Punk is correct. Congratulations, man. You got tickets to the Corn oh. Evanescence show on Saturday.
0: That was uh, without any sort of uh, eventful, you know, anything. It
1: was a long way of saying anticlimactic, yes, but saints. I get it. Morning oh After
0: with Nick Am I okay? and
1: Big J. This <laughs> was a long, what did you say? Am I okay? <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines are next on the X Rise.
0: Morning after
1: with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows: gross gig, but why? And getting what you ask for. But why? Researchers in Japan have discovered a way to control cockroaches remotely. Big J. The Riken's Institute Cluster for pioneering research have experimented with Madagascar cockroaches. Those are the big ones. And they were able to control their movements using a remote control. Now, researchers hope these cyborg creepy crawlies could be used to explore dangerous or difficult-to-reach areas. Earlier in the year, Rice University study was able to remote control fruit flies. So, either we are gaining the powers of Ant-Man collectively in other insect groups, or we plan on using this technology for what exactly?
0: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: I mean, I, I don't know... It seems like it's the Pick a Rick episode where they're controlling what insects do. But also, seems very strange that they want to start with the grossest of the gross. I don't know what remote control... I mean, cockroaches aren't even useful as a being, period. Let alone right. having remote control ones at your ready. I'm not sure why you would need that particular technology, but I suppose you might as well start there. Before we get into the real insects that can do some damage that we can remote control. The next thing you know watch yeah, out like
0: termites
1: yeah termites bees murder bees murder hornets look out right gross gig or getting what you ask for getting what you ask for cops have to love it when criminals make their job easier and a florida woman walked up to police officers outside of a bar in st petersburg and then just flat out asked them to arrest her she told them that she had drugs on her and she should go to jail sure enough when cops searched her they found two baggies of meth And uh, basically, she handed it over to the officers. A field test confirmed it was, in fact, meth. The woman was placed under arrest. The cops also noted that she appeared to be under the influence of drugs. So, a reminder, not even once, Big J. Because apparently, meth also makes you want to turn yourself in, question (laughs) mark? Apparently. I'm not sure how that works, but not, not good. But also, good to have it off the streets, Big J. Two less bags of meth. Good job. And then it's in the uh, the evidence lock. Wrap it up with gross gig, and this job might make you hurl. The Candic Clinic, which is an Amsterdam clinic specializing in anxieties and phobias, is looking for an employee that has the power to vomit on command. It's a part-time position, and they want to help people overcome phobias by throwing up in, some pho- in front of somebody who has a <coughs> fear of blowing chunks. But they need actually somebody that has the power to puke on command in order to do that.
0: Who? Who can do that?
1: I don't know. Uh, I also don't know like how much the role will pay. But they do say the
0: clinic has received over 100 interested potential pukers. So there's a lot of people out there that are willing to try. Listen, it seems like a perfect place for that the kid from Exorcist to work. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not sure that was on command, though. That appeared to be a defense mechanism to keep people away. <laughs> but also, like, can't anybody kind of puke on command? Well, I guess not anybody. Jeez. I'm thinking, like, you know, finger, you put your finger down your throat, you're going to throw up at some point. But I guess if you don't have a gag reflex, you're not. So Ugh. there's that. But also, like, how do you discover that's a talent that you have? I, I, Yeah, I don't... Because, I mean, I don't know anybody that enjoys throwing up, let alone on command.
0: Yeah, let's do something violent to our body. That sounds fun.
1: (laughs) I mean, I know, like, Steve-O and stuff can vomit at, like, a given notice, like, if he sees something or smells something. But that's different. That's initiating some sort of response. On command is just like, hey, Bill, puke. (laughs) And you're able to do it. And that's crazy. But I guess... If, if there's a job that'll pay you to do it why not right i guess morning after with nick and big j there are your headlines <coughs> That is I Prevail Bad Things here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, and I suppose that could be equated over to somebody that looks exactly like you sometimes, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I think uh, in, in our stream of consciousness anyways, uh, <clears throat> we we had this idea that there could be a simulation happening before The Matrix, but certainly after The Matrix, it really opened up uh, our uh, our consciousness and eyes to the fact that maybe this whole thing is a simulation and we're just living in it, right? So it would make sense that you would see some glitches here and there or even uh, your doppelganger or an NPC. (laughs) Right. And uh, this this is, I can't believe this fact. Uh, An Ohio man, he was swimming at the Flamingo Hotel, Las Vegas, uh, and uh, he discovered, looked at a dude who looked just like him in the same pool. I mean, he saw him, and he was like, holy crap, that's me. He said, I immediately thought, holy bleep, that guy looks like the dude I see in the mirror. And my second thought was, he looks cooler than me. (laughs) Uh, And there's a picture of them together, and damn, if they don't look almost identical.
1: Yeah, it is it is weird and it does feel we were talking about this and I've had I had a situation where I was in high school and some one of my classmates brought in like their mom's old high school yearbook because they were flipping through it and found somebody that looked like me back in like the early 80s and it was like just a stand up kind of picture of like this dude doing like student council and he had like my same haircut at the time and looked almost exactly like me and I this is before the internet so I don't remember his name nor what he did I know it wasn't a Wisconsin school either it was like like Iowa or something like that so it was a completely different state and it was just really really weird to see that particular thing and realize that wow that dude looks exactly like me I just hope he's doing better than I am but uh, I do say that I believe in it because I've seen it now I didn't I wasn't that like creeped out because again I was like I don't know 12 or 13 or something like that it wasn't like like a huge moment in my life But it is something that I remember Where there was a dude that looked almost exactly like me In some yearbook, which is crazy
0: Yeah, I've got a, cart- a cartoon, Double gainer. You So do? way back in, in 2015, my buddy Brett uh, Sent me this uh, on Facebook And uh, it's from a cartoon that was on uh, The uh, Comedy Central called Moonbeam City Moonbeam City And it's a dude who looks just like me. The beard, the hair, everything. Uh, And uh, it's uncanny how much it looks like me. And, like, so much so that they ripped off my likeness. Did you watch the show? Yeah, I I saw it actually, uh, well, before anybody else saw it, in a uh, a Comic-Con. Oh okay, uh, but uh, you even commented on how uncanny this thing. Looks. It, it did.
1: I yeah. do remember because he posted it like on your social media, right? Yeah, and that's where I saw it. But I don't think I ever remember seeing the show. It didn't last very long, obviously, right?
0: No, no, it that didn't. was a it secret. Because they but uh, yeah, I was like, man, there's somebody out there that looks just like me. <laughs> but it's a cartoon.
1: Plenty of other r- big J's in radio, but only one this big J.
0: Yeah, in, in fact, le- this le- recent, most recently in Vegas, uh, my kids say they almost approached a guy because they look, he looked just like me. Was it with the stash or was, not? the No, stash? it was just a fat dude with a beard, pretty much. <laughs> and it wearing a black shirt. Well, that seems cruel. I
1: know. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we got your chance to win some more tickets with us. A little thing called Bad Impressions. That's next on the X <laughs> <laughs>
0: pressed morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x and bad impressions brought to you by the idaho center pre-owned superstore that'd be treasure valley subaru we got tickets to corn and evanescence they're going to be here saturday along with pod out at the ford idaho center amphitheater it's going to be a great show it's going to be a great day and we'll get you set up with tickets for that if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning 208-287-1003
1: you've got three clues from big j that's what he's going to to give you to try to figure out who this famous person is. If you can get it in those three clues or less, then you've got a concert you're going to this Saturday, and hopefully it's going to be a fun one for all parties involved. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? James. All right, James, you're up first.
0: I directed myself as Tug Speedman in the movie Tropic Thunder. Uh, ben Stellar. Yeah. Hey, yeah. one and done. Hey. Good job, man. Oh.
1: Hang on, James.
0: We'll hook you up with those corn and Evanescence Thanks tickets. Thanks for the pick-me-up today. What were clues two and three? Uh, whenever I look in the mirror, I just see blue steel. And there's something about Mary Zoolander, Meet the Parents, and Starsky and Hutch. Just some of the comedies I have started. And why is Ben Stiller in the news? Uh, little Ben Stiller, uh, he has been banned from ever going to Russia again. Get out. Uh, He and uh, Sean Penn, along with uh, some other political people, uh, were just recently put on a list from the Russian foreign ministry uh, on the principle of reciprocity, Nick. Uh, as the fact that, uh, let's see, Sean Penn uh, at some point had visited with uh, the president of Ukraine uh, earlier in the year, and uh, Ben Stiller was helping Ukrainian refugees in Poland. So uh, naturally trying to help refugees is makes them uh, enemy of the state there in Russia.
1: So they're on the list. Are they the only two celebrities on the list?
0: Um, yeah, I th- well, so far anyways, other than uh, senators and such. Gotcha. So So maybe
1: I'm guessing then Russia has banned the secret life of Walter Mitty as both of them are in the that- probably yeah as never to be screened again as they are an enemy of the people well that's fine i'm not sure either of them are planning <laughs> on going anytime soon so i'm not sure this canceled any travel plans but it's good to know they're not allowed in the club anymore yeah
0: i don't think now would be the best time for you to travel for your leisurely russia visiting
1: no 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 that's that's not recommended uh you can do so uh, maybe later but even then questionable at best
0: there was a good there was a good 20 years where you could go visit Russia now it's has that's over
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J we will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks <laughs> That's Pop Evil, Eye of the Storm, wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J today. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. You guys selected a Mel Gibson movie for Big J to watch tonight. He will do so and report back tomorrow. We also talked about ingesting bees and vomiting on cue. Those two are not related, believe it or not. Yeah. So it was an eventful Tuesday show. Big J, that leaves you with the floor.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to uh, mention this last week. You never got around to it. But uh, Middleton, home to a new fast food restaurant, Nick. <laughs> What's that, buddy? Jackie Jack in the box. Uh Oh, what a treat! Have you ever heard of it before? Yeah. Well, no, but I, you, you mock it. But you know, we, I mean, we only have like five places you can go.
1: Uh I know, but that doesn't really so, limit your eating. I mean, you do. You you definitely eat a variety of foods because you're willing to travel. It that stuff doesn't bother yeah, you. Yeah, but sometimes you
0: don't really want to go that far. Uh, so, would so, have you
1: partaken in the new Jack yeah, in the box? Yeah, yeah. And your is it any different than the ones? Well, no. I mean, Good. it's Jack in the box. Good. Uh, is it close to the house? Yes. Uh, that makes it probably the go-to place, agree or disagree. Yeah. What is the Jack in the Box Big J meal?
0: Go. Uh, usually, um, uh, Jumbo Jack with cheese. I, feel a couple like I, I put you on the spot. Oh, you do you like their tacos? Sometimes, yeah. Uh
1: I see I, I can't get into them, but I, I certainly appreciate those. Are they still two for 99 cents or have they gone up with inflation? I, I think
0: they're $1.29. They've gone up with inflation. Yeah.
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J. Enjoy that Jack at the box, buddy. We will check in tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X <laughs>